0: From the folk Americana duo Ten Penny Gypsy, it's Justin Patterson and Laura Lynn Danley, and it's Better Each Day.
1: Yeah, yeah! Welcome to the Better Each Day Podcast Radio Show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Yeah. Today's show is yeah. brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. Ooh, make a better stay
2: now, baby. Laura with Tenpenny Gypsy. Good. Yeah, where are you located?
0: Where are you calling from?
3: We're calling from Little Rock, Arkansas.
0: I don't suppose you're playing a whole lot of live gigs right now like everyone else, so you're probably at home.
3: Not too, not too many live from Little Rock, Arkansas. That's
0: about it. <laughs> Our governor in Washington just announced that they're going to shut everything down again pretty much, so I just went to the YMCA for the last time. I'm kind of a social kind of guy. Uh, me too. So the only people I get to talk to are on these interviews. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, yeah, good thing
2: you have uh, scheduled.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna keep you on the <laughs> phone for like three or four hours and just talk your ear off, tell you a story of my life, you know, conversation. Like this morning, I got up and then I made some breakfast, but I had to have fruit loops because we didn't have any eggs. Oh, that's exciting. So, okay, uh, on the serious side, yeah, uh, let's jump into this. Your album "Fugitive Heart" came out in what in July.
3: Yes, it was supposed to come out April 1st, and then you know what happened.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: so it was, kind of, uh, you know, we kind of had to do some mental gymnastics about how we were going to, uh, you know, when and where and why we were going to do it in July, and uh, actually turned out actually turned out pretty well. I think uh, I think the songs were, uh, you know, um, very well received. They were very timely. And uh, we've been very, uh, very happy we did it. Then
0: it's great. I love your sound. It was produced by
3: yeah, Anthony Crawford. And Anthony goes way back. Um, if you're familiar with the first Live Aid concert in 1985 that went oh yeah around the world, yeah, he was part of Neil Young's uh, International Harvesters that played on the veterans, uh, veteran stadium stage there in Philly okay. that day. He was so he was. Neil Young's International Harvesters, The Shocking Pinks, he toured on Steve Winwood's Roll With It tour, Dwight Yoakam, I believe, in the 90s. But just a world-class multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, singer, and uh, he's just he's just a very, very talented man. This is your second album with him, right?
2: Yes, it is. Yeah, he's, you know, part of the duo Cane Jane with his wife, Savannah Lee, and she's as much instrumental in us becoming Ted Betty Gypsy in 2017. And um, part of Willie Sugarcats, a uh, songwriter collective that's just kind of a powerhouse. And they were um top of the Americana charts at the time, and we thought a really good fit for us. So he obviously comes with some pretty amazing uh, credentials yeah. and um, just absolutely the right guy for us. They, as a team, were
0: so the songs on this album are they all new, or did you reach back and grab some oldies
3: and hold them up, or both? both? Yeah, it was kind of a combination of both. Um, we knew, I mean, I kind of felt coming off the first album that 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 we had, you know, kind of a batch ready to go. Uh, it didn't come out immediately, obviously after the first one, but uh, you know, a couple of the songs even "Road to Memphis." Highway 65 were older ones that had been in our set list that people just really, really liked.
2: Yeah, we had some fan favorites that we hadn't recorded yet, like Road to Memphis and Highway 65. Yeah. Those are great. It's funny. Yeah, those we, are probably
0: the best ones, too. Huh? Hard to say. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome I, I thought so. Yeah, we, Highway 65 is great.
3: Well, thank you very much. It's a, very, uh, it's a song about the road that runs through the uh, southeastern Arkansas Delta down along the Mississippi River, and it's a very impoverished part of the country. And uh, so the basis of the song is kind of you know the dichotomy between us driving down through there because that's how you get to the Florida Gulf Coast for vacation. You know that's where everybody here goes goes for vacation. Uh, so we're all happy-go-lucky, heading for vo- he- heading for vacation, and those people down there don't 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 have it so well at all. That's kind of what the song's about. A hundred miles of cotton.
1: Needin' dustin' down, a hundred miles of road, Lula bound. Nothing soon forgotten, and some things seldom seen. No one ever slips away so clean. Trying to make it out of here alive on Highway 65. Trying to make it out of here alive The wind, it's blowing steady A river's running wild And all alone their dreams, one hungry child up along the levee or down among the shacks everyone's got burdens on their backs looking for a new way to survive on highway 65 looking for a new way to survive 65 Comfort for you here My dear But this is Chico County And all the money's spent They say Chico County came and went Without a bounty, never something new. Maybe someday you'll come passing through. They're waiting on a savior to arrive on Highway 65. Waiting on a savior to arrive. Highway 65 Highway 65 Highway 65
0: It's a timely song really.
3: Well, I think so. And it kind of goes along with the uh, you know, some of the some of the themes of the rest of the songs on the, you know, on the album are about separation. And uh while the album is not a somber one at all, there's some fairly serious themes in there if you really dig down. And uh Highway 65 would obviously be uh maybe separation between between economic class or something like that, you know making headway. What is that song about?
2: That's a newer one. You wrote that since our first album, right?
3: Yes, you know, I just kind of came up with that little lick that starts off the song and of course we have a another tremendous guitarist that we brought down to Alabama from Arkansas to record. Uh his name is Buddy Case and uh his his guitar part in there is just great and Anthony Crawford is is on on the Wurlitzer, believe it or not. And that Wurlitzer you hear kind of meshing with the guitar is just really cool. But yeah, as far as lyrically, it's a song about, we always say, personal progress, you know? Uh, you know, we're, we're we're walking into headwinds, but uh, we're always making headway, you know? And it was just kind of a infectious number to kind of start the album off with, I think.
1: There's a headwind blowing Through my overcoat. There's a headwind blowing through my overcoat. I'm just making headway. High time I went home. I got a headstrong woman, she never will do me wrong. I'm a head case walking, simple as a day is long. But we're making headway singing you this song I said hey we're slowly making standing, the names all written in bold. And there's a headstone standing, names all written in bold. We're just making headway till we're all called home. We're just making headway till we're all called home.
2: thought we were making headway and going to be able to come out of hiding right now but it looks like like you said in your own state
0: oh yeah god it's the year of roll with the punches sometimes I even (laughs) swear
2: (laughs) (laughs) I asked in an interview last night I'm like can I say ass on TV (laughs) Uh,
0: You know, I fell TV. on the first
2: time just and I attended a songwriter uh, festival. I fell on my ass. And so, you know, after that, it was just, you know, instant. Love it first fall.
0: Yeah, I asked somebody about swear words one time, and they said, well, I think somebody that wanted to be offended created them. Oh, boy. I like the artwork, too, that you guys have. How did you come up with the name Tenpenny Gypsy?
2: Well, um, first of all, in regard to the artwork, like I said, Savannah was as big a part of the, this as Anthony in a different way, obviously. Um, and she she came up with the graphics, and uh, Justin and I were already kind of brainstorming. We were individual songwriters when we met, Justin Patterson and Laura Lynn Danley. For many, many years, people knew us, you know, as just as songwriters, and it just felt like it was time to do our first album and to, you know, get creative with a band name, and so we are kicking around some options. We were both just gypsies at heart. We love to travel. We travel well together. We feel like it's our purpose on the planet right now to share our music with the world, and wish we could be doing that right now. And we are, you know, I guess out on the waves, but not in person. And so 10 Penny Jissy just to us represented, you know, Justin can tell you kind of why I was kicking around those particular words. And I could tell you the meaning of it if you want. Yeah, we we
3: just came up with the idea that, that, that you know, out there on the road, we always run into, you know, kind strangers. You know, it's always not lucrative being out on the road and, you uh, but we always run into people that are so kind-hearted and are willing to take us in, and and uh, so the concept is, if we were ever down to our last ten pennies, uh, we know that 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 there would be somebody out there that would come and 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 take care of these gypsies, if that makes any sense. Yeah, we
2: still believe in the kindness and compassion of even strangers. So yeah, yeah. and of course the songwriter, it had to rhyme. Our name had to rhyme. Penny
3: you know. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it it had to roll off the tongue nicely, so we think it does.
0: Yeah, it has to be a, a name that somebody wants to repeat to their friend, which it does. Yeah. Sure. Hey, let's
2: go see ben Penny
0: Gypsy. Yeah, yeah. And even <laughs> if they don't know who it is, it's like, Yeah, I should know who that is. It sounds cool. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. But yeah. Uh it's it's so cool, uh that you're on the road and I don't know, you have the, the theme of hope, which I have, that's why I call my show Better Each Day. Uh yeah, I think we need that. And it's a real positive thing. Do you have any like goofy stories that happen while you're out on the road? Any weird hotels you had to stay in? I know I do.
3: We, uh, up until this year had, had, had played at the, uh, at the national shrimp Festival down in Gulf Shores, Gulf Shores, Alabama. That's in fact, how we met Anthony and Savannah Lee Crawford. Cause they're from down in that part. And, uh, there was this one year, you know, it's a shrimp festival, okay?
2: Oh, no. This is a goopy story. Yeah. A I wouldn't even have thought of this. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: So uh, we picked a very bad time to find out that Laura has an awful, violent, late breaking <laughs> shellfish allergy. Oh, no. And uh, yeah, <laughs> she got to partaking in, in the shrimp the night before w- one of our performances. And I was out, kind of holding her head up out in the bank parking lot, out right there in downtown Gulf Shores after it was all over with. And uh, but but she was a trooper, and she recovered the next day. But man, it was rough.
2: I don't know how I performed that. And I promise it wasn't even alcohol related. Yeah, like you said that. So I found out I had a shellfish allergy in it all the in life. Unfortunately, the next year when we came back, I thought, oh, that was just a fluke. It was a bad batch of shrimp. Happened again the next year at the oh, Shrimp Festival. No, yeah.
3: so, so, oh, that again. Oh, yeah. So you have to understand that where she chose to get sick, you know, I said there's a, <laughs> a bank parking lot, a, a bank lawn right there and down. I mean, it's not like uh. we... It's not like we would have been able to explain this off to anybody that stopped by that. Oh, yeah. This is just a shellfish allergy. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a festival. People drinking beer and everything. And she was right there at Town Central just really violently ill. Might as
0: well have been in front of City Hall. And you had to perform, too. That's tough. Oh, my
3: gosh.
0: There's nothing harder.
2: Yeah, I think we are just there for Memorial Weekend, and I lost the whole weekend. I was in bed staring out the, the doors as y'all were in the pool over the Mobile Bay. <laughs> yeah.
0: My yeah. band did the same thing. We uh, had, uh, I don't know what, some bad Mexican food or something, and my wasn't too bad. It didn't hit me till later on in the night, but two of the guys had to keep running to the bathroom throughout the night. It was awful. And you oh, did it. Rough. You did it again. That's really uh, you're a trooper.
2: Yeah, that's not even the last story, but we'll leave it there. Okay. <laughs> I chose lobster to prove to myself. Oh yeah, it's all shellfish, lobster included. Yeah, the,
0: the romantic life of being a musician on the road. There's nothing quite like it. Uh, what do you have coming up in the future?
3: We're just so uh we're so excited about Fugitive Heart. I mean, it, you know, it's 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 just one of those albums to me that you don't know how many times in your career that that you feel like everything really falls into place musically. Uh, the thing is received the way that you really want it to be received. And so through the end of the year, we're really going to push this thing hard. Uh, we'll have a lyric video coming out soon just to kind of thank our fans for the song Your True You. Do your
2: life is looking
3: song went just recently went number one on the itunes country sales chart in south africa South africa. and yeah so we were really excited about that so we're going to get something out to our fans about that we'll, we'll probably release another single and a full-length video uh right at t- towards christmas or the end of the year and beyond that i'm not sure
0: that's a pretty darn good answer i think have you ever been to south africa
2: no, I want
0: to go. <laughs> That's amazing. Never yeah. there. So just by virtue of the song, you've never toured there. You have you don't know anybody there. It's just a good song.
3: Yeah, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I believe through the promotion of Michael Stover, I believe that... Uh, that the uh, song was able to reach those airwaves over there, and it just really went over well.
2: Yeah, thank you to Michael and to MTS Management. I mean, you know, we've been doing this on our own for a lot of years. And you know, just because you're an artist doesn't mean you're necessarily business people or you know how to market or promote your music. And so to have help, is it's just vital, it's so important.
0: That Don't you find it hard to promote yourself? It's like you're bragging or something. Yeah. That's, that's how I've always felt. So <laughs> if somebody else does it, that's great because I don't want to.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you kind of need somebody to be you know, to be a gatekeeper for like yourself because I know that you want to put the best music out there for 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 your show. And uh with technology the way it is, anybody can send you a song and I know that you're probably inundated and don't you know, don't have the chance to listen to everything. So people like Michael Stover really provide a great service to you as far as kind of being a a, a a a gatekeeper for good music because if you get good music from him all the time, you don't always have to just open up that email and wonder if that if this artist is is, is good. You know, so yeah, I think we understand that now too and and so uh uh we're just tremendously grateful for the help that that he's given us.
0: Yeah, I've been working with him for a couple of years, and he always has good artists. And it's anything from rhythm and blues to country uh, to you guys. I don't even have a genre for you. I guess Americana. I spoke with right. a guy. Spoke with a guy in Australia a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Shane Cook, and uh, he he calls himself Americana. And I said, "Well, you're in Australia. How could you call it, it Australicana?" Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, it's become uh, worldwide. You know everybody's Americana now. Well, we better we better straighten up our acts here in America because everybody's watching us.
2: That's right. On? All eyes on
0: us. Uh, and, uh, well, with that on that note, I want to thank you so much for your time and uh, your, your music's wonderful. I, my crystal ball says you guys are going to do great.
3: Thanks so much. Well, thank you very much, Bruce. We uh, like I said, I'm glad you like Highway 65 and the Road to Memphis. And one of the great things. Uh, That's being very gratifying to us is that everybody such as yourself that's talking about this record seems to have a favorite a different favorite song. So uh, that tells us that we've done a good job through, you know, track through 10. And that's 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 very gratifying. Yeah, I can hear the work that you put
0: into it.
2: Yeah, he Love definitely it. does that with the song he crafts. Very meticulous. <laughs> I have a very different process. But I'm sure you'll let your fans know where they can find our music at our website, 10 com. And I don't think people always understand they can safely support artists right now by subscribing to their YouTube channels and watching their videos and ordering their merchandise and CDs and stuff. So that's just a big help to us right now while we're making music at home.
0: I going to say, you're on all streaming platforms as well.
2: Yes,
3: we are. Yes. Uh, we're also posting a lot of uh, reviews and things of what, what, pe- what people are saying about Fugitive Heart uh, is also at our website, 10pennygypsy.com. Uh,
0: Wonderful. Okay. I will put the music in later and uh, it'll have an introduction and I'll cut out all the spots where I was stepping on what you were saying. and. All the, all the, all the, the yeah, or vice versa, man. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I'm like God with the editing. I can say anything I want. If it sounds stupid later on, I just cut it out. So it's, it's Take fun. It
2: out. <laughs> yeah. I
0: wish I could do that in real life and have a time machine. Can't and, at least
2: do that for
3: us. <laughs> Please do that for us if we said anything stupid. Don't take your stupid stuff out and leave our stupid stuff in. All right? <laughs> okay, that's a deal. You didn't say anything stupid, though. I'm i the
0: one that every now and then my Get jokes. Give
2: us a little are- longer and we will.
0: Yeah, I have to put a, a, a some sort of a, a clause in any in of these interviews. You have to laugh at my jokes. That's the number one rule. <laughs> that's
2: easy for me. Uh. You mentioned you go that, you know, you like to focus on the positive, as do I. Somebody asked us in an interview last night if we were disappointed anyway, what's going on, and I went into, you know, who we're working with locally that just didn't let this slow them down at all. They're just opening new doors and creating new content and finding new ways to get the music out there, but I realized, you know, yeah, we were supposed to release in April, and, and I was disappointed, and I realized how much I connect with people in person, and Saturday was the first time since March that we got to do that. There was a proposal during our show which was very heart touching and there was new people receiving us and I was like, Oh yeah, this is why this is one of the reasons I do this. This is what it feels like to be in the presence of human beings. Yeah. But that may be the last one for some time to come and so ouch. We'll keep we'll keep we'll keep putting it out there though in in whatever way we can figure out to do it.
3: Yeah, and we wish you the best too, Bruce. You know, as a as a songwriter yourself. Um yeah everything's changed and it's just kind of funny to or not funny it's it's very it's very interesting to watch the different ways that people try to make sense of this as artists and what they do so so we hope that you find your path through all this as well
0: yeah well i'm out there on spotify and and the streaming platforms too bruce hilliard is it and I, they're all original songs that i have but i do one cover because people say you sound like bob dylan when you sing so i did uh uh, oh, cool. Like a Rolling Stone. And I, I really hammed it up so it sounds like Bob Dylan on acid or something. I don't know. No, but it's... it's Sure, sure. It's been fun, I well, think. Well, I mean, if you're going to
3: cover some... Yeah, if you're going to cover somebody, cover cover one of the best, right? Yeah. As as yeah
0: he's got to be as, as covered as there, anybody I know. Anybody from Jimi Hendrix to, you name it, the Birds. All sorts of people from, from the 60s. That's, that's kind of old for you guys.
3: You probably... Your parents No, it's not, it's
1: not that far off. I was
3: very uh Yeah, I was very influenced by the seventies singer songwriter thing. So the John Denver, James Taylor, Gordon Lightfoot thing was what kind of affected my acoustic guitar style of playing and and, and uh
2: as a result the way I write songs as well. So so sixties is not that far off. No, you don't have to tell your listeners, but we were both born in nineteen sixty four, so Yeah.
0: Yes, we are not children. Do the math. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was born in 55, so I don't feel so bad. But uh, There you go. Life is cool. It's such a marathon. And I'm finding as I get older, I'm connecting the dots and things are starting to make sense. And all oh, that's, you know, that's, in music, it's like that person played with that person and now he was on that. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's unbelievable. Uh, and, oh, you heard of the, the Wrecking Crew that was a session band in L.A.? that played with the Mamas and the Papas. Yeah. Uh, they were the instruments behind the Beach Boys and the monkeys and a whole bunch of stuff. That's yeah. interesting, that that kind of stuff. Now, you know, 30, 40 years ago, I really wouldn't have cared that much about it. But Now it's like, that's really cool. And they were analog and all this stuff, you know.
3: Yeah, and Glenn, didn't Glenn Campbell get his start as part of the Wrecking Crew, if I recall? Yeah,
1: he
2: was as on As far it. as
3: being a guitarist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was...
2: Say, yeah. If you get, you know, like you said, you need that social fix. Justin's the one to call for that three to four hour talk, because y'all can talk about this for that long, For yeah, longer.
0: I was he getting that. Time with you. I was <laughs> getting that vibe, Justin, for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this because guy's music, a I saw, spirit. I
2: my music is
0: <laughs> That the the guys you named off the, as guitar player influences, those are guys who are great guitar players, and nobody, you know realizes like john denver was a really good guitar player
3: you know people have been asking me ever since you know we started get some started to get some attention with our debut album and um you know who my who my influences were and i think that i just kind of forgot about john denver for a while because you know there was a stigma Growing up, there was a stigma attached to being a John Denver fan, man. That was just not a very cool thing to oh, do. I know it was like being a so, Carpenter's fan or something.
2: Yes, which is me, I'm Karen Carpenter. Me, oh, Joni Mitchell. And Justin's <laughs> like, James Taylor meets Gordon Lightfoot. Somebody said of him once, "If James Taylor and Gordon Lightfoot had a love child, that would be Justin Patterson." We put those four together, and that's us. Uh,
3: I thought I thought that was a pretty risque uh, <laughs> risque was. analogy, there. but it's true. <laughs> you don't want the uh, visual uh, yeah, on that. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah,
3: but yeah, Bruce, it dawned on me that uh, that that coming out of being introduced, you know, I grew up as a little child being introduced to country music, Merle Haggard, but the first guitar songbooks I ever had were John Denver. So that, you know, I've I've just started recently giving him the credit he's due for because I know he was a very transitional sound for me as far as, you know, in the process of me developing my own sound. Yeah, he
0: was great. My folks had a cabin kind of out in the woods on a lake when I was growing up, and they didn't go out there a lot, but I'd go out there by myself sometimes and take my guitar out there. And there was a a turntable, we called it a record player, uh, and there was one album out there. And it was John Denver Fly Away was the name of the album. And I probably played that thing five million times. But for some reason, it was ingrained into my DNA after a while. And I couldn't help but be influenced by him and really appreciate his songwriting, singing and guitar playing, everything.
2: Well, that's got to feel like the soundtrack to your life now. (laughs) then. Sometimes. You know?
0: You'll attest to this when you're putting together – an album or you're learning something new, you get that song stuck in your head all day long. There's a jukebox that keeps playing it over and over. And I'm going out of my mind. Ah. Yeah. Okay, so
2: confess, which one of ours go, runs through your mind after you listen to it? If you've heard the whole album, does <laughs> any one of them stick with you day after day?
0: You're true of you because I uh, I listened to it several times, I guess. I, I don't know. They're all good. It's really hard to say. And like I say, it's it's still pretty new to me. I like the lyrics. Yeah, and your voices are really good together. You don't get a lot of really good harmonies anymore, and I think you guys are really good at it.
3: Awesome, we appreciate that, Bruce. That's uh, yeah, that's that makes us feel good.
0: <laughs> well, on that happy note, you I'm gonna I'm gonna run and and uh, have another cup of Seattle coffee.
2: Sounds good.
3: We appreciate you having us so much, Bruce. And like I said, uh, continued success with your songs and everything. And thanks for talking to us. Hope to cross
0: paths with you.
2: Yeah. We'd like to come out to Seattle and play.
3: Please do. Oh, I'll drag you
0: over to my place. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bruce.
2: Make a better day in